This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You're watching Premises. Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It's Tuesday, January 2nd, and we have a very special guest tonight. His name is John Schrock. He's the regional director of the John Birch Society, and he's fighting a war, and the war is against farmers. We'll be getting to that in a moment. Before we do that, though, let's talk about KramerSays.com. It is the home for free speech. If you haven't been to KramerSays.com, go get yourself an account right now. People say that one of the issues at KramerSays.com is that, well, there's nobody over here fighting and screaming and yelling, and there's no Democrats over here. We know. We built that specifically for us. It's us. It's our area. It's our safe zone. So if you need a safe zone where you can go and be among conservatives and Republicans and, and those who aren't trying to uh, cancel you on a regular basis, get over to KramerSays.com. And if you want to help out J6 detainees, get to KramerSays.shop. And, uh, well, you can pick up all kinds of swag there and all the proceeds, 100%, go to benefit J6 detainees, America's political prisoners. Do your part right now at KramerSays.shop. Let's get right into it. Our guest tonight, John Schroeder. John, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me on here this evening. Well, let's get right into it. You're uh, the regional director of the John Birch Society. Um, let's talk real quickly about what the John Birch Society is, but more importantly, what your job is right now in this war against farmers. So what we're doing uh, is what uh, Robert Welch founded back in 1958, uh, five things that we believe in. We believe that uh, it's a constitutional republic. Family is the most vital unit of society. We believe in a uh, free market system. We believe that people are supposed to be uh, judged off the character and their abilities as we ourselves wish to be judged. And we believe that uh, rights come from our creator, God. Once we have those five things in place, uh, then we've got a good uh, uh, America. We've got a good place. As you were talking about uh, before you brought me on, we've, we've got a safe space. That's what we're trying to create. We've got to educate people um, because if we don't have educated people, they're not going to be empowered and they're definitely not going to be engaged. And that's what I get to do. I get to educate, empower, and engage people. And I'm telling you, Kramer, it's fun. It's fun <laughs> watching people to be right. able to wake up. I, I've, I've watched The Matrix, you know, take the red pill or take the right. blue pill. And when the people take the red pill, they understand what's going on. There's truly a dark conspiracy out there that is it's trying to overtake uh, uh, the, the world. It's, a, it's forces of darkness that are trying to overtake the world. And by the power of God, we're going to defeat them. Well, I think it's interesting when you talk like this, people, you know, 10, 15 years ago thought you were crazy when you talk about this evil cabal that's trying to rule the world. And we can see right now that in central Indiana, that evil cabal through the Green New Deal and other initiatives has their tentacles in the backyards of Hoosiers. So let's get to, let's talk about that. Um, the sequestration that we have going on, right? This carbon sequestration. Jim Baird is pushing this gra like, like crazy in Congress, but closer to home in uh, central Indiana it's a real issue let's talk about that well and that's just something you, you talk about an evil conspiracy everybody goes "Ooh, what's an evil conspiracy <laughs> right. i mean we should have creepy music and you know na, 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 na. oh anyways uh, but, but <laughs> what, what we've got going on 
when you think about it, if they go to my uh, website there, RadicalPulpit.com, they can see, um, we, I've just been putting it up today, we, getting it, uh, and we go to the Indiana tab, we go to Indiana Economic Development uh, Corporation, uh, the IEDC, you see the founding documents, it was established back in 2005, and they have, we literally have on file a standing law in the state of Indiana that three people can take any appropriation from any corporation, any entity inside of the state of Indiana, and they can um, they can go and take the money uh, from them and give it to the IEDC. They have a funding that is unlike any other state organization. Oh, by the way. They're not a state organization. They're a quasi. I looked right. that term up. It means seemingly, but not really. Right. Yeah, they call it a quasi-private-public partnership, right? Um, I don't know. I don't, John, I, I don't recall uh, in the Constitution or in other uh, of our founding documents where the founding fathers said, we're going to have a quasi-relationship where the government and corporations are in bed together. Um, they didn't say that in the Constitution. I have read about that since then. I think they call that fascism, don't they? Well, see, and that's, I'm so glad we're in a safe space, because if you say fascism, I'm going to have to go sit in the corner and, uh, <laughs> uh, and suck my thumb. Uh, but, but since I'm not uh, in a safe space, uh, it's, uh, but it's safe space, not for the liberals. It's safe space for us to understand the Constitution. You're absolutely correct. And that's all we're asking for. Folks, we're, we're trying to go back to, I don't know, something like, let's, why don't we follow the Constitution, when there's actually a rule book. I, I guess right now there's a big blow up in college football. My son, um, who loves football, um, and he was telling me something about there was a game that was like 63 to 3, and they're looking at changing the rules because they're like, you know what? This isn't working out. Folks, if we went back to the Constitution of the United States of America, all of these problems would go away. Yep. You talk about carbon sequestration. Kramer, did you know they're asking for 17 million more acres of solar farms in the state of Indiana? It would blow your mind. We only have 23 million total acres, but we're asking for 17 million acres. No wonder they're building this crazy yep. leap project over in Lebanon, because you know what? I'm getting the 63rd floor. You're getting the 64th, <laughs> and you're getting my kids, and they're going to scream. But, folks, we can stop this. I love it when uh, uh, one person said, you know what? We can destroy the Indiana Economic uh, Development Corporation. All it's going to take is some legislators that that grow a backbone, get a little steel in the backbone instead of jelly, and we can stop it. They're going to have to file some very specific bills in order to be able to stop it. It's high time. Well, let's talk that we about get the attorney general. Most people don't understand. Most people don't understand, John, what the IEDC or other type these type of organizations are in their states. So let's explain what that is. The IEDC, to my understanding, is a group of businesses that have gotten together with a bunch of politicians and they decide what policy and projects are going to be and then they work together to raise money and determine who's going to be the winners and losers is what my understanding is. Is that correct? Well, I, it, it would be, you know, usually with a, a state organization, you get the opportunity to do FOIAs. There's a lot of FOIAs we cannot file. Freedom of Information Act for, for uh, you know, you file the document, you get the information back. We can't do that with the Indiana Economic Development Why Corporation not? because it's the Indiana Economic Development Foundation. It's private. That's that quasi thing. So, so doesn't that seem like our doing. politicians should have a problem with that, that the, the American people, well, more importantly, the citizens of Indiana can't get information about how their tax dollars are being spent? Isn't that a problem? 
So what if I floated this past you? We can go on to some of the uh, of the thing and we can see the Indiana Economic Development Corporation came gave to a former executive VP and chief of staff of the Indiana Economic Development Corporation who has a corporation uh, itself, Next Level Manufacturing, by the way, $31 million. It's on the state website. They just gave it to Your, They just gave it to them. Why are we giving out grants? And I understand about the importance of grants, but I'm talking about 30. What is this? Pay to play? They do that in Illinois, not here in Indiana. Right. Vote early, vote often, vote dead is Illinois politics. <laughs> Over here in the state of Indiana, we want to have righteousness prevail. We're talking about one person, one vote. Don't have dirty politics. Blagojevich over in Illinois went to went to jail over pay to play. Maybe some people down at the Indiana State House, maybe they've got prison time in front of them. I don't know. I'm not a judge. Well, I think we've got real problems. We keep looking at what's going on nationally, and everybody's focused nationally. And what they don't realize is that these problems come home to roost through the projects like LEAP, where there's so much money and there's so much collusion between private and, and public that it's it, it's hard to tell where the lines are. And as soon as you start to push back, well, the private part, they scream to the public and the public shuts you down publicly, right? They use their yeah. power and their, their force to shut you down publicly. Then the private entity does the same thing through their side. And so we're left as citizens not being able to talk. It reminds me of the, the election, right? We can't talk yep. about it because, well, it's the power to talk about it's been taken away because they say, well, that's private. You, you can't you can't know anything about it because it's private. What about the public money? Well, we'll show you what the public money is, but we can't show you how it's spent once it gets out of our hands. Am I right here? Shouldn't we shouldn't shouldn't Hoosiers be outraged? Unless they're asleep. And that's what I think that we need to do in the educating, empowering, and engaging is showing them. I'm, I'm sitting over here as I look over. I'm looking at my other computer screen. And, and I'm, I'm pulling up even more money that they're giving away of our taxpayer dollars. Like what? $2.9 million given into uh, Boone County out of the EDGE Fund. We've got $31.2 million. We've got $850,000. $2.5. Oh, Eli Lilly got $17 million. From all this money, folks, this is your tax dollars. Hard dollars. I mean, money taken these, out of your pocket being given yes. to private citizens. Money you can never get back. The hours that we are spending at work, that we are going down and, and working, and you should be working, and I'm glad that you are, and the government it has their handout, says, thank you, you can never see this again. It's not going to fund something to help you, to protect you. It's actually funding stuff in order to hurt you. You talk about the sequestration where they're wanting to shoot carbon dioxide into the ground to poison the groundwater and to collapse the Mount Simon sandstone structure. That's what this money is going to. Your hard-earned dollars are being raped away from you so that they can harm you. Well, not only harm you, right? I mean, that, that's, a, that's an issue. That's a side issue I look at. Right. And it's not good. It's not a good side issue, but it's a side issue. And that side issue, John, uh, is I hate to say it, but I, I, I see it as far less important right now today than the overreach of government. When they say that they're going to come in and they're going to rip money out of my pocket and then hand it over to a private entity because of their partnership. And I don't get any accountability on that. I don't get to see who's responsible for it. I've got a problem with that. 
The people of Indiana should have a problem with that. So if that's the case, what is the what is the alternative? How do we get this turned around? You're doing something on the 9th. Let's talk about that. On January 9th, we're going to be there at 11 a.m. at the Indiana State House. They're on the second floor. So you come in the State House building, you, you go past security immediately to your left. That's where we're going to be. We're going to be having the Farmland Conference Legislative Action Day. We, uh, I'm getting uh, uh, notifications right now from speakers. We'll be uh, releasing that on the RadicalPulpit.com of who our wonderful speakers are, some nationally known speakers and some statewide speakers, um, some quality individuals that are going to be coming out and speaking the truth. But that's not where the magic is going to happen. If this outrages you, as it should, you, you are absolutely correct. You should be outraged um, about this. If, if this outrages you, the magic doesn't occur because you get to hear uh, a wonderful speaker. The magic occurs when you have that meeting with the legislator and tell them to stop this, not regulate it. That's just putting a throttle on it. I'm not looking for a throttle on the LEAP project. I'm not looking for a throttle on the Indiana Economic Development Corporation. I'm looking for a kill switch. I want that kill switch to be mashed. I want it to be pushed down, and I want this to stop. This insanity must stop. John, one of the things that they've been talking about with this um, carbon sequestration, this is the craziness of of the the lunacy of these people, is that they're now taking this is no this is no lie, they're they're wanting to take crops and take them out of the field and put them into buildings. Bill Gates wants to run carbon sequestration, where he's going to have a big filter that sucks the carbon out of the air, the CO2 out of the air. Then they're taking crops, putting them inside buildings, and taking carbon dioxide and pumping it into the building so that the plants will grow faster. Now, isn't this global warming thing, aren't they telling us that we've got too much CO2 in the system and that that's a problem for crops and damaging to crops? Yet what they want to do is exactly that and, and, and not just put carbon dioxide into these buildings, but triple and quadruple the amount of carbon dioxide that's normally in the air. I mean, if I misread that, are these the crazy things these idiots are doing? So what you're talking about is hydroponics. They're going to be putting uh, inside the buildings and they go and seal off every single crack inside the building. And then they go and raise, uh, you know, between two and four times the amount of CO2 that's actually out in the air because it helps plants grow. But outside, what they're trying to do is they're trying to lower the amount of CO2 because it's harmful to the environment. Really? How can it be harmful to the environment if it makes everything grow faster? Well, because they, they don't understand what what actually is because it's really it, it's it's that idiocracy of video that, uh, that <laughs> we've talking reached about, it. we're there we, we, we're totally there it's it's like some people are like man i read 1984 and now i'm living out that book well it's idiocracy that you know we have made water on idiocracy we have made, they declared water to be a pollutant guess right. what they did the same thing with co2 because they bought out the FCC, they bought out the FDA, and they declared it. Brando declared in, on the, the Idiocracy movie that they, they declared water to be a pollutant. Guess what? We are living it out in 2024. We are watching it happen inside of the state of Indiana. It's not happening over there. It's happening here. It's happening in a town near you. That's why we have to be not the Well, I think house. more importantly... We have to have our voice heard. To, to, to your point, John, it's not just that we're at Idiocracy. 
that we've reached that point, right? It's the exact same situation. The Bondo Corporation and Idiocracy owned everything. They were the government. What is the difference between having uh, what we have right now of this quasi-private uh, relate, you know, public-private relationships? How is that any difference? Are any different than what we saw in, in the movie Idiocracy? Is the, it, there's no difference? There's no difference. There's no difference. And so that, and so you you wonder what is the uh, what is that that is the, uh, the 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 corollary between Brondo and between uh, today? Well, in in the Idiocracy, it was Brondo Corporation. Brando, that's it. What we what we have in 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 2024 in state of Indiana, it's not only the Indiana Economic Development Corporation because they're attached to the International Economic De- Development Corporation, which is uh, you know, and all of these go back to you know your State Streets, your uh, Vanguards, and your Black Rocks that own everything and then they get to declare because you can't have it on fox news you can't have it on all of these other news stations you can't have the truth there's like 15 16 17 things that even fox news uh uh, anchors can't talk about because those are the holy grail you can't touch those well that's we can't talk about it here well we can't the, the reason we can't talk about it is because these entities, BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, they control everything. And folks, if you think that we're crazy and that we're insane, go prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Go out and prove us wrong. That That's not what's happening. What is happening is this, is that BlackRock makes uh, a decision that trickles down through Vanguard and State Street. By the way, Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock, all the same company, the same ownership, different names, all the same ownership. So we've got one company in this country that controls everything. They control 95% of the S&P 500. So when, when, when we're talking about how these things happen, it's because very rich men, trillionaires, use your money, your deposits in your 401k and your retirement plans against you to do everything that they're doing. Everything that's happening right now, you're financing with either your tax dollars or your retirement plans. So, John, what's the solution? Other than going to a legislation day and talking to your legislature, what else can Americans do? What else, what else can Hoosiers do to fight back against this? Well, that's in them getting uh, involved in chapter meetings of the Birch Society. There's other issues. We're talking about a single issue. It's literally a global conspiracy over every area of their of your life. I was uh, just in Indianapolis and doing an Uber ride uh, for somebody, and they used the word. They went down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, oh, my. They're like, do you know what they're putting in the water? And they started talking about fluoride in the water. They started talking about how um, – uh, vaccine companies don't uh, have a responsibility. They're they're immune, if you will, no pun intended. Um, and it, what they all of these things they have taken over. If you don't talk about it, we're never going to get something done. Yep. So what can we do? Talk about it. Be annoying. Be that annoying person at the uh, at the uh, uh, at your church service. Be the annoying person at the Piggly Wiggly, the grocery store, <laughs> right. wherever it may be, talking about this. Well, that's not true. As you just said, prove us that we're not telling the truth. Right. We've got all the documentation. I, I literally have got it. We're, we're going to be releasing more. Who is this person? How many of these companies? And who all does this go back to? And whose names are on the documents? Folks, when you hand up, uh, when you put up primary source documentation, it's publicly available. It's just not publicly known. And that's what makes us dangerous is when we know the truth.
Exactly. Our guest is uh, John Schrock. John Schrock is the uh, regional director for the John Birch Society. We'll be talking to him about all the craziness of the New World Order and Seacrest Station and everything when we come back after this. America's political prisoners need our help. Kramer Says is on a mission to raise $100,000 or more. Can you help? Join our mission mission today at KramerSays.shop. You're watching Kramer Says. You're watching Kramer Says, the podcast. We are uh, tonight talking to John Schrock. John Schrock is the regional manager or the regional director of the John Birch Society, and he's trying to stop the war on farmers. Now, when you say war on farmers, John, why are you why are you counting the sequestration and all these other issues as a war on farmers? How do we get there? Well, once we get down to uh, zero carbon emissions and we get down to zero carbon when they're using these air scrubbers, um, that's talked about on uh, 60 Minutes, that's talked about on these uh, shows, publicly available information. How's the crops going to grow? We just talked about it on the first part of the uh, of the show, is that they have to raise so that, that crops grow better. Well, once you get down to a certain level of parts per million, crops die. Right. Well, I call it war on farmers because I, I, I don't know how else to word it is they're fighting against farmers. They're the ones that grow the crops. I'm the one that eats it. And when I don't eat well, I get hangry. I'm a very (laughs) simplistic person. I am, I I, I think I'm the poster child of that Snickers bar commercial that if I don't eat, I get hangry. And guess what? We're going to get more than hangry. We're going to get real hungry. It's a war on farmers and the war on our food. All in the name of climate change. It has nothing to do with climate change. It has to do with global control. That's it, exactly. We keep talking about it. And hopefully, I, what I, well, hopefully people catch on. I think what's starting to happen, especially here in the last few months, um, with all of these charges against Trump, with all of the uh, fallacies that we've heard, right, all of the lies that have come out that, well, the Steele dossier wasn't what they said it was. Hunter's Biden, <laughs> Hunter Biden's laptop was everything that they said it was. Um, and so now all of the, this house of cards that, that we have in front of us is starting to collapse. Is the, the New World Order, do you think that they're really in danger or they're just on their heels? I think that we got them to the point that they could be in danger. I think that's why they're trying to run to the finish line naked, because they must get there as fast as humanly possible. Too many people are waking up. Too many people are starting to understand the truth. That's why we have to have more truth come out. There's more things to happen. These are not all the things. I mean, it seems like every day we find out a new truth. Those of us who have been awake for longer than those who than others, we're going to have to come alongside people and it can continue to encourage them along. There's more for us to do. There's more for us to learn. We've got to get uh, out there. We've got to become the elected officials. We've got to start making the uh, uh, the laws that need to be made because we've got to start taking back our country. Well, I think we gotta be, we got to be more active and, and a participant in our freedom and our liberties. I, I was talking to a buddy the other day, and he said, well, nothing's ever going to happen. I said, what do you mean nothing's ever going to happen? He goes, well, nothing's ever going to happen because nobody's going to do anything. And I said, well, who, who's, who are you expecting to stand up and fight for your freedoms? Whose responsibility is that? Is that mine? It's not my responsibility to fight for your freedoms. It's not my responsibility to defend your rights. It's my responsibility to defend mine. It's your responsibility to utilize the Second Amendment in order to defend yourself. And let's be very clear. The Second Amendment was not created by the founding fathers for deer hunting. (laughs) 
No, because they they didn't go through a deer hunting uh, uh, exercise uh, in the previous four or five years. Uh, you know, previous to that, uh, what they did is is they were fighting for their freedom. And anybody who thinks that the gun rights is about hunting is a moron. Uh, that's well, why they were very clear right up front. You, you need to be able to speak freely, and you need to be able to protect what you say with a firearm. That's exactly what well, they were saying. So let's walk through this real quick. The First Amendment, it tells the government no. They cannot make uh, rules about about uh, press. They can't make rules about assembly. They can't make rules about religion. There's five areas. It tells the government no. Skip to the Fourth Amendment. It tells the government no. You can't just go in for search or seizure without a warrant. Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, the Tenth Amendment tells the government no. The only one that doesn't tell the government no is the Second Amendment. Did you lose your ever-living mind? Yep. The Second Amendment is made to tell the government no. Well, I've got a special way of saying it. What I say is that it's it's the only it's the only amendment that says don't mess with this one. Of all the others, right? You can put limits on speech. You can put limits on travel. You can put limits on everything. There, there's a limitation that you can put on it at some point because there's 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 nothing restraining them from putting a limit on it. But the Second Amendment is clear. It says being very crass, don't fuck with this one. Now, why do you think they said that, John? Why do you think that they were so adamant about that one amendment that that shouldn't be messed with by anybody and that these rights are ours, given to us and explained in the Constitution? They're not given to us. The Founding Fathers didn't give us rights. They spelled those rights out and said, these are yours regardless of anything else. Nobody, even the men that are signing these documents, can't take these rights away from you. Have we lost that? Have, have, have Americans lost that mindset that these rights are theirs? They're inalienable. Yeah. They cannot be taken away. So I like using the term unalienable, and I'm not picking. I'm just I'm saying is that I, this is a semantical difference. Unalienable versus un, in, in, inalienable. Unalienable. You cannot put a lien against it. When you yep. go down to the mechanic shop and you don't pay them, they can put a lien against your car. If you go and have your roof done and you don't pay the roofer, they can put a an action against your property. What this tells us is there is no action that the government can put against your rights. They're unalienable. They cannot have an action put against it. But we fritter them away every yep. single time that the uh, that the uh, uh, the state legislature goes into session. We fritter those rights away, and it's usually because of an emergency. Yep. That's what I've I've found. I'm I'm not a genius. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a country boy from uh, West Central Indiana. Corn is you know yay high, and soybeans is yay high. They live east of town. They live south of town. That kind of guy. But what I have found out in my short years of, of, of service here on, on Earth is that they use an emergency in order for us to hand over our rights. Yep. Oh, of course. Of course, Kramer. Absolutely. Yep. I will lay down my rights because there was 9-11 Patriot Act. We laid down our rights. Oh, I, I'll give up my rights because of a pandemic. I'm, excuse me, pandemic. I always get those. <laughs> I want to so be easy. politically correct. It's the Kramer Says Show, and I know that political correctness. You can be a little loosey goosey on this show here. I, 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 I thought that was a bridge too far. I just I wanted to roll that back. I'm sorry. Let me pivot on that one. Well, that's that's the issue. What we've seen over the last uh, seven years is we have seen lie after lie after lie be exposed for what it is, and those that tell the lie. 
um, never apologize, never say we're sorry. But more importantly, John, and this is what this is what drives me crazy, is that the useful idiots in the crowd never learned that what they believed was a lie. And they keep espousing the exact same thing over and over and over again. I heard the other day somebody talking on social media about, well, Trump likes to pee on hookers. That was part of the Steele dossier. Completely debunked. It doesn't exist. It's all wrong. It was a lie. But they still believe it to this day. So so yes. when you've got yes. a group of people, I, I was uh, on a string on Twitter and I said that, you know, we have proof that there was uh, election interference in uh, the 2020 election. And people came out of the woodwork saying, you don't have it. And I said, OK, what about Ruby Freeman and her daughter counting the ballots Ooh. over and over and over again? Well, that's been debunked. No, it hasn't. Explain to me why they counted the exact same ballots over and over and over again. That has not been debunked. The judge did not allow that into Rudy Giuliani's trial. So explain right. to me why they did that. I don't care that the, 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 the crates were under the table all day long. Don't care. Why did they count the exact same ballots? Why did they take the exact same ballots through those tabulators over and over and over again. And then suddenly Fulton County, right, comes out with 20,000 votes that they can't account for. Did you know that? That's why Raffensperger will not go in and, and testify. That's why he won't go under oath is because they certified an election with unknown yes. votes in it. That's the situation that we're in in this country. That's not crazy. That's no, the proof. Now explain so, that to so, me. Explain that to me. That's That's what I want the Democrats to do, and I don't think they can. Well, but it's not just Democrats, because some of these places have Republicans it's that true. are in charge. It's, it's this uniparty problem, yep. it, 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 you know, because you and I are of a purist sense, you know, uh, of we think we're still thinking as as back when we were kids is the Republicans were were friends and the Democrats are folks or and I've even got some Democrat friends and they said my party left me. Well, guess what? I'm saying my party left me and now we have a uniparty going on. You mentioned that about uh, election integrity on the, on January 9th in the evening at 7 p.m. We've got uh, Dr. Douglas Frank about election integrity in Lisden, Indiana. We're going to have that information up on our RadicalPulpit.com site um, at 7 p.m. in Lisden, Indiana. We're going to be talking true election integrity. We're not talking about uh, election integrity that's sponsored by your local election machine company. Right. We're talking about one person, one vote. We're done with this nonsense. We're going to bring integrity back. Yep. We're talking about doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Yep. We're talking about being truthful and honest. Hey, guess what? If we got a race between Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, I, I might vote for one and you might vote for the other, but your vote should count just as much as anybody else's vote. This fractionalization of votes is highly dangerous. Yep. That your vote because every time they well, go let's, and let, put let's stop that for a second. Let's go voting? back. Let's, let's go back to the fractionalized voting that they're they're trying to do. They just did this. They did it in Alaska and where else? I think New Hampshire or Delaware, something like that. East Coast, they did it. But I know that they're doing it in Alaska. Uh, yeah. And and what it is is that you choose three candidates, right? You choose a first, second, and third choice. So explain how Ranked that gets worked voting. out. It's the most complex a logarithm that I've ever seen in my life, and I'm not a I'm not a math guy, so that shouldn't blow anybody's mind. But it, it, what we're talking about is not that when you go and put down that you want Daffy Duck, you, you you just put down Daffy Duck because you're supposed to put down Daffy, and then you want Donald Duck, and then you want Roadrunner, right? And you got them down on it, and then it, there's some way that that 
which one that well, you put and right my understanding like, is my understanding of the way that works is is that your first choice is your first choice right but okay. if the first choice doesn't get enough votes to be a majority then your second vote comes in or your third vote comes in but there how much does it come in well if the first one doesn't get a majority right they they look at the they look at the 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 numbers of the, the, the number two, right? For example, your number two choice might get the majority of the votes. Your number two. So number right. one automatically loses, but your number two vote now cast, counts for that person, for that candidate. For, for, so you get to vote three times. One person three times. One person three times for three candidates. If you're lucky, if you're lucky three times, because if you're not lucky, you only got to vote once because you voted for. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is right. where this is where the confusion. As opposed to just you vote for one person and we count all of those votes up. And this is this is this is what Democrats, liberals have tried to do to muddy the system because they want to make yes. it as complicated as possible, as complicated as possible. So they come back and say, well, the, the vote, the vote's unclear. That's what we did in 2020. In 2020, John, why did it take weeks why in 22 did it take weeks to find out what happened in Arizona? Weeks. Six, seven, eight Why weeks. We used to be able to do we... that in the dark of night in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, all the way up to 2020. We could count all the ballots in one night. And now it's taking yes. weeks? Yes. So is this, when, when people talk to you about joining the John Birch Society or being a part of it, are these the, the fights that you guys go fight and try to make public? This is the stuff that we're involved in. This is why we're known as domestic terrorists. And I wear that badge. I wear that badge uh, very proudly. Is I'm one person just posted on their uh, Facebook page that you need to get your your nearest uh, uh, your, your 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 best conspiracy theorist in your Bible near to you this year because you're going to need both. Yeah. And that's that's true. And that's I don't know of a better organization in order to talk about. Uh, uh, conspiracy theory and uh, domestic terrorism because we're talking is stuff like one person one vote i mean how hard is it kramer gets a vote john radical. gets a vote radical radical stuff. radical I mean, stuff insanity <laughs> i mean this is the kind of stuff that that causes you know i don't know liberals heads to burst to, to blow up well um I, 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 I think we got a tough road to hoe this year in 2024. I, I think it's only going to get worse before it gets better. With that being said, we'll be right back after this. Kramer Says is everywhere. Twitter, Truth, Instagram, and always on America's fastest growing free speech platform. Kramer Says Social. Make your free account today at KramerSays.com. KramerSays.com. You're watching Kramer Says. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
You're watching Kramer Says, the podcast. My name is Kramer, and our guest tonight is John Schrock. John Schrock is the regional director for the John Birch Society in Indiana. He goes all over the Midwest talking about freedoms and how you can stand up and fight for your very own. And on January 9th, just a week from today, he's going to be, along with me and a bunch of others, down at the Indiana State House, taking the fight to the legislators, uh, the legislator. And it's an opportunity for members of the public to talk directly to their legislator uh, and legislators about what's going to be talked about uh, at the state house this year john talk about that and why it's important for people to be there on the ninth well because what we have going on is crony capitalism and what what's happening at the state house is dark money from across the world is coming into the state of indiana and it's buying legislation that is what they're listening to. How many, you know, what, I don't know, maybe they call up their uh, campaign finance secretary and they say, how much did special interest groups give me? I, I don't know what they say on the phone. And, and that's how they're voting. That's how that's what they're proposing. Right. Well, what we need is a pro-Indiana, uh, 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 Indiana great again ideology going forward. Not pro, um, not pro dark money, pro globalism, but pro local. We've got to come back to Indiana. We've got to make Indiana great again. That's where your voice has to come in. You speaking to your legislators, you talking to them is what's going to make it wonderful. That's where the magic is going to occur is when you're there making those meetings. You go to our uh, uh, radicalpulpit.com. Uh, website or United Citizens Against Carbon Sequestration and Pipelines on Facebook. We're giving information to you how to be able to make these appointments so that you can be involved. How much how much weight do they put into the voices of the constituents? My, my, That's what... Well, well, right now... My experience is not very much. So... In mass is where we're, we're going right. to have the it, it's not onesies twosies because onesies twosies means nothing we've got to have thousands down at the state capitol on the ninth that's where we have to be because that's how we're going to get their voice that's where that's how we're going to unify our voice to get their attention one of the issues that i've been talking about is people have been saying well nothing's going to happen or they want to go they want to go attack dc they want to you know uh they want to uh, have another insurrection right they, they want to this time we'll do it right we'll get their attention this time and i keep telling people D.C. is dead. It's a dead issue. Start demanding that your state legislature and your state legislators do the job that they're supposed to do, which is protect you from federal government overreach. It's their responsibility. You should never have to go to D.C. That's their job. And that's what we're seeing right now with Greg Abbott down in Texas, where he's saying, no, I'm not abiding by these laws because they're unconstitutional. Yeah. We're not going to do it. Um, how much how much concern do you have over this issue with Colorado and Maine and California and some of the other states uh, looking at kicking Trump off the ballots? Is that concerning for you? I find it I find it interesting that what they're doing is is kicking a person that uh, uh, um, off the ballots for you know for what reason I think it's very telling of where we are I think it should cause more people's eyes to become wide open to understand what we have going on um, in the United States this is a, a, a global conspiracy you can't have somebody um, like uh, uh, Donald uh, Trump on the on the ballot because he knows how to drain the swamp right you know and, and people are like well John you've got to temper that I didn't like his tweets I, I, I get you 
I'm not trying to temper nothing. What I'm talking about is the fact of why you're taking somebody off the ballot because you don't want. This is what they do in countries that censor people. Well, this and I say the reason they they're do. doing it is, is, is clear and simple. I mean, the reason they're doing it, John, is clear and simple. They cannot win in 2024. There's no way. They're going to lose. And what they're saying is they're trying to tell the American people that if if we don't like who's who you're giving up to us as your candidate, if, if he's truly a threat to our agenda, we'll kill him. We'll kill him through um, the press. We'll kill him through politics and now Tucker Carlson is even saying, and others, I've been saying it for a while, I fully expect an assassination attempt against Trump. I mean, we just saw it happen mm. in, in Japan today. Yep. Right? Uh, not not against yep. Trump, uh, but against another uh 374 candidate. people on board. Yep. I, I think we... That's I think, why every, every time these things happen, I always ask the question, who is on board? Yep. I mean, they, these are real questions we must start asking because... This is how these crazed individuals are playing. We've got to get truth down to the state house immediately before this craziness comes yep. fully to the to to the state of Indiana. It's on it's on our borders right now. And it's going to come. Well, and th- that's the fact. What I keep telling people is that if the federal government will not do what it's supposed to do, we have no authority over the federal government. The state does. Our state officials well, do. Except they- Except for the 17th Amendment, where they gave it to the general public, it's, it's a popular vote for the state uh, for the U.S. senator instead of going through the Indiana right. legislature. Right. But again, we fritter away our rights. They, they, it was amazing what our founding fathers gave us. Yeah. It's like they it's like they had experienced tyranny before. They created such a, 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 a diverse government. You've got your state Senate, which is elected by your people. So then they, the state senators go and elect the U.S. senator. So then the U.S. senator is beholden to the state. So they have more say yep. inside of the federal government. Yep. Folks, we handed it away. Gave what it do away. you say? Well, how do I... How do I get this done? How you get something done politically is you begin talking about it. You begin beating the drum. You get them listening. Then you get the phone calls like I get nonstop. Hey, need to have a meeting with you. Hey, need to have a meeting with you. Why? Because I'm getting the voices of the people. We're getting them to a fever pitch. I know everybody's like, don't say that word. It's going to be, you know, the NSA is going to hear it. Well, what else are you going to call it? People are done. Yep. They are coming to the state house to have a conversation with their legislators to tell them, if you don't do this, we will get you unelected. Yep. It's clear. And, it's and, and I think, and, and John, I think it's even more important at the state level to let state officials understand that we may not know where our officials are in D.C. and we may not have access to them in D.C., but we know where our local leaders are. We know where they live. We know where they go to church. We know where they shop. They cannot escape us. They can't run away into chambers and say, no, 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 no. No, we can track them down. And that's what the American people have to understand. D.C. is dead to our freedoms and liberties. The only way that we keep our liberties and freedoms is by mandating, charging those in charge of our states with doing the right thing and protecting us from the overreach of federal government. And if they can't do that, then the the Constitution, and particularly the Declaration of Independence, says we have the authority to remove them. They have no authority. 
They well, serve it's our pleasure. The, the global conspiracy is now going after your your local government as well. Yep. I'm talking even more local than the state. I'm talking about city and county levels. You talk about being able to uh, get a hold of the mayor or the county commissioner, county council members. Those are even more available than your state senators and your state reps. Yep. So guess what? You go down there, you start being the information provider. You start being the the uh, opinion molder down there um, at the county commissioner uh, commission uh, uh, meeting. You start being able to talk to people. You start having hosting meetings. You say, John, I want a war on farmers event. I want your farmland conference. Hey, you got my phone number. Text me. Call me. I will schedule it with you. We will bring truth. We will bring action. And we will get rid of this problem. Our guest is uh, John Schrock. John is the regional director for the John Birch Society. He's got a big event coming up on January 9th at the Indiana State House. Doesn't matter where you're from in central uh, central Indiana or across central um, uh, the, the Midwest, if you want to make uh, your voice heard, and I know people go, well, why would I come to the Indiana State House if I live in Illinois? Because what's happening in Indiana is going to impact you in Illinois, Ohio, Kentucky, and so on. Because what they're doing here, they're doing everywhere else. We need to stop it, and we need support. Numbers is it. John, uh, what's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you, and how can they get more information about the event on the uh, 9th? Uh, If they want to reach out to me, 865-635-9558, or if they go to the website, radicalpulpit.com. It's got my uh, email address on there as well. Um, They can find out uh, more information. um, We've got it right there on the landing page. It's got the flyer there. Um, United Citizens Against uh, Carbon Capture and Sequestration um, on Facebook. They can uh, reach out there. We've got so many ways for them to get involved um, with us if they'd like to uh, get uh, um, if they'd like to get to in contact with me on Facebook. Go to the radicalpulpit.com. Click the, click the little Facebook um, uh, little link, and it'll take you to my Pastor John Schrock uh, Facebook page, and you can see all the events that we're putting on. We're putting on election integrity events. We're going to be having Save Our Children events. Uh, we're going to have War on Farm. Farmers events, we are going to get the people engaged in the government. Now, thanks so much for being with us, John. I appreciate it. Thank you. I love your mission. Let's let's keep fighting the fight. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. My name is Kramer. This is Kramer Says Podcast. We'll be back again tomorrow or as soon as we can. We'll see you then.